0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Thanking Congress for coming through for Farmers and Ranchers and replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation. Learn more at FB.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Farm lenders are preparing for a future that is absent of ad hoc payments from the government. The last three years have featured payments from the market facilitation and coronavirus food assistance programs. But moving forward, expectations are for decreased government support for producers and, by extension, the ag economy. Mark Jensen is the CEO of Farm Credit Services of America, which serves five states in the western Corn Belt. He says the next couple of years present opportunities to make money but also bring a good deal of uncertainty. You know, we feel like there's a lot of volatility in that,
1: in in both 21 and particularly as you you go into 22. There are, you know, opportunities in the um, commodity markets right now to lock in break evens and we're seeing some producers do that. Most are not going to lock in all their crop because you don't have that crop in the bin and and that's risk to take in, in the market, but we think, you know, 21 does have some opportunities and, you know, we're talking with customers about those opportunities and where that fits their operation right now.
0: He says the uncertainty will not be short-lived. You know,
1: you do have probably as many question marks out there over the next year or two as we've had In any time in the past, both from a trade standpoint and politically. So, you know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, 21, you know, we have concerns, but um, we think some of what's happened this year in the price situation, you know, may stabilize some of that. It'd probably be 22 I would be
0: particularly concerned with. Farm credit lenders are also keeping an eye on the impacts of the potential for a second year of the coronavirus and what that might mean for the farm economy. More on that subject in our story on agripulse.com. The Senate Commerce Committee today examined the current state of rail infrastructure, a topic especially important to agriculture in the midst of a grain harvest. Randy Gordon is the CEO of the National Grain and Feed Association and was a witness at the hearing. He says his message to rail companies right now is simple.
1: That we're expecting a real robust demand for rail service and we're starting to see some slippage in rail service in certain corridors because of this ramp of of demand for service and the fact that the railroads had furloughed a lot of employees and idled a lot of locomotives during the economic
0: downturn of the uh, immediate after effects of the pandemic. He says there are signs of concern even as railroads work to meet their commitments. I think generally overall the service is
1: still acceptable in most regions, but we're starting to see some slippage in parts of the southeast with one of the class one railroads and then a couple of the western class ones are indicating that you know we're seeing a, a bit of a lag, particularly with one of them in the west as well.
0: He says NGFA is also concerned about the spread and use of precision scheduling in railroad service, which can often shortchange ag customers in need. He says they'd like to see regulatory changes from the Surface Transportation Board to address the issue. Finally today, a rural Democrat says a recent remark by President Donald Trump underscores a bigger lingering issue. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more.
2: Despite ExxonMobil denying a call between President Donald Trump and its CEO took place, a left-leaning rural group fears the biofuels industry will be put on the back burner after November 3rd. Focus on rural co-founder Patty Judge says even if Trump loses, it will be difficult to hold him
3: accountable the last few months of his presidency. When push comes to shove, you know uh, his phone-a-friend, so to speak, is is not going to be renewable fuels. It's going to be big oil. This is uh, dangerous, and I want to emphasize this no matter who wins this election.
2: Judge says election accountability has helped in prior years regarding biofuel efforts.
3: It really took uh, election eve pressure to hold him accountable for year-round E15, and uh, it's taken that same kind of pressure to hold him accountable for the 4 billion gallons of waivers that, that he granted to Big Oil.
2: Earlier this week at a rally in Arizona, Speaking hypothetically, Trump said he could call Exxon and get them to give him a campaign contribution in return for drilling permits. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau thanks Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers. Replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation keeps conservation and other farm bill programs on track. Learn more at FB.org.